Welcome to episode six. This is the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I'm Jennifer. I have been a corporate flight attendant for over five years. I give you the brutally honest truth of being a corporate flight attendant in this podcast and in my book, which is for sale in the show notes. So take a look. I do not repeat information between the podcast and the book. As you guys know, I do everything intuitively, especially if you listen to my other podcast, Two Enlightened Bitches. So last week, I had recorded an episode for you guys, and I was just not happy with it. It wasn't up to my standards. I don't think it would have been up to your standards. So I scrapped it, and I said intuitively, I don't think episode five is 100% done. So I am going back into that episode just a touch today. It is a different topic, but if you haven't listened to episode five, you might want to listen to it just to get a little bit more information. Before we go into the topic, I want to talk about a COVID update. I am seeing more flying. Yay. I am seeing more international flying, which is exciting. I was thinking about being a corporate flight attendant and these people who've just flown for years and now they've been grounded because of COVID and they're kind of loving it. They're like, you know what? I've been on the road for years and now I'm finally with my family and I'm setting my own schedule. I think you're going to get an exodus or an exit of flight attendants leaving this industry and saying, you know what, I want to move on with my life. I want to move on to something else. And I totally understand that. This is good news for you guys, because if you're new or if you're aspiring, that leaves openings for you. So that's excellent. In fact, I had a friend this week who, now she's an experienced flight attendant, very experienced. She told me that she's up for two full-time jobs, but that's good because everything is on the move. And in fact, she told me about a big corporation, I cannot say, who just opened their flight department in the middle of COVID. So that's pretty awesome as well. My tip of the week is, you guys will laugh, but to watch an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I know, I know what some of you are thinking, but they fly on private jets all the time. I recommend watching an episode in the last two seasons because they're constantly on private jets. What you would do is you would pause the TV and you would look at how the plane is set up, the layout, how the flight attendant serves them, what their dinner service looks like, what the galley looks like. Sometimes they do shots of the galley or the little kitchen on the plane. You're going to see where the flight attendant is standing, where the pilots are. Here's a tip. If you see oval-shaped windows, they are flying on a Gulf Stream. So I've seen them fly a lot of Gulf Streams. I've seen them with a Challenger and, and they chartered a BBJ to go to, I believe it was Bali with all their kids and crew and everything. It was it was a massive production. So you can see all of that. I think that's pretty cool. I am not under confidentiality agreement, nor have I flown them, but I know from flight attendants in Los Angeles that they are supposedly very nice. So if you fly them, great. I just want to warn people that I am going to start swearing more on this podcast because universe is saying just be yourself and that's who I am. 
on an episode, if you see the little E, that means explicit. So, you know, maybe not the best time to listen in front of your three-year-old or whatever you feel comfortable with. And then Universe just has one more thing it wants me to tell you. And that is, if you are afraid of that test at the end of flight attendant training, don't be, don't be. Even if you have a severe case of dyslexia, from what I have seen from five years of being trained at FACS, they're great about everything. Lauren, who is the head trainer, you can pull her aside privately, talk to her. I guarantee you she's heard this many times before. And I'm sure they will figure out a solution for you. So absolutely don't let the test deter you. And I have to tell you, everyone, that test is not hard. They spoon feed you the information. But I understand learning disabilities as well. So don't be afraid. Everything will be fine. Okay, now on to today's topic. I want to discuss the expectations of an account or trip. Let's say you get on a plane and they're looking for a full-timer and you're really excited and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this contract job and they're going to love me and I'm going to put on my best face and I'm going to be the best corporate flight attendant I can be. And then you hear from the pilots at the end, you know what? The owner said, keep looking, not my cup of tea. And you get completely offended. I just want to tell people there's nothing to get offended by, especially if you drop your expectations. And that includes getting hired on a full-time account or just doing a one-off trip. Just really lower those (laughs) expectations or have none. And I want to give you some concrete examples. Again, the idea of you will mesh with some people and you won't mesh with others. And a lot of the times it's not your fault. If they're looking for someone who has a certain physical look to them or certain age and you come in and you don't fit that, that's how it is. Even if you do the best job possible, it doesn't matter because a lot of times that owner has that ideal type of what they want in their mind, okay? So it's nothing to get offended by. I'll give you a couple examples. I did an interview. I went all the way to the city, which I was not happy about, I'll be honest with you, to interview for this company to be a full-timer. You guys know I love doing contract. I don't want to do full-time. I just kind of did it for shits and giggles to get interview experience. From the second I walked in, the human resources manager or whoever she was interviewing me hated my fucking guts. She could not stand me. She was a bitch to me from the minute I sat down and nasty. Why you dress that way? Well, this is how I dress on flight attendant interviews so you can see what I wear as a flight attendant. And by the way, people, I was wearing like a skirt suit and I looked very nice, very presentable. She just had a problem with me. She would not stop with my resume because I put my master's degree on there And she was just going off about the resume. You have a master's degree. Why do you have a master's degree? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, just, it was crazy. The interview lasted five to seven minutes. And she ended by talking about her friend who had just had a heart attack the night before. It was the weirdest interview I've ever done. And it was funny because a company sent me and they texted me and said, how did it go? And I was like, 
This woman hated my guts and I never got a call back. Now, there was another flight attendant who I like and I'm friendly with. They loved her. She actually got the job. Just last week, another flight attendant who I'm actually very good friends with got called for that job as well. I guess they're still hiring. They seem to really like her. Okay. Well, I don't know why they didn't like me. I have a feeling. I think the woman didn't like that I had a master's degree. I have a master's degree in creative writing and she kept asking me about that. I think she thought I was digging for information to write a book or something, but she didn't like me and she liked the other two women. Now, the other two women look very different from me. They're taller. They're blondes. They are career flight attendants where I'm not and I think she saw that. Another example is there's an owner who I've worked with for years. He likes me a lot. We just really get along. I really think it's an energy thing. We just get along. He's great. But he has interviewed, I don't even know how many flight attendants at this point. And the reason the companies have liked me so much because he switched companies is because they could not find flight attendants he liked. I was one of four flight attendants he liked, which is not many especially if you're only working with contractors. So they really liked me. When he wanted to hire a full-timer again, they offered me the job three times. The woman that I believe they're going to end up hiring, she is very much like me. Physicality, personality. Go back to that interview I did in New York City, okay? The woman who they loved her, this owner didn't like her. And we're two very different people. So that's what you're going to get. You're going to get that. Not everyone's going to like you. Trust me. Even if you go in with a smile on your face, dressed well, you're an attractive person. It just depends. The next story I'm going to tell you is um, more about on the plane and about a trip. And every straight guy out there is going to be very jealous of what I'm about to say. I was called in to supervise flight attendants who are models. So occasionally you will get a company that wants that super hottie model flight attendant. Well, they called me in to oversee safety. So what I did, I I actually got on the plane and I helped them serve and everything, which surprised them. But you know, I'm not just going to sit here in the galley and be on my phone the whole time. That's obnoxious. So I actually helped them and they were lovely human beings. They were beautiful people inside and out. I really liked them. I made friends with one and they were smart women. They were hardworking. I have nothing but good things to say about them. However, the pilots hated them. The pilots couldn't stand them. And these were straight males that I know and they could not stand them. And the only reason and, and, and to the point that they would make fun of them behind their backs. And I just never understood it. I really didn't. I think the reason is these were the guys that got rejected by the super hot girls in high school and they were kind of doing a power trip thing on them. But again, you know, you think you're the beautiful woman and everyone's going to love you, especially straight men who are flying the airplane. They hated them. The next example I want to give is with celebrities. And I talked about celebrities in episode five. And I want to expand on that because hell, who doesn't like hearing about celebrities, right? I'm going to give you two celebrities. I'm not going to say the names. I'm not allowed to say the names. One celebrity is a singer. She is extremely well known, probably one of the top 10 most famous singers in the world. If you watch her in videos and on TV, whatever, social media, she comes across as the most humble, nicest human being. Well, when you have a charter, 
I don't care if you're the president of the United States, you're Gandhi, whoever, you have to hand the pilots your passport or whatever, your driver's license to show them, I am Gandhi, I am President Trump. It doesn't matter. There are no exclusions. The pilots asked for her passport because they were going international and she refused to give it to them. In fact, saying to them, you know who I am. I don't have to give this to you. They couldn't leave. They couldn't fly until they got that passport. They couldn't. It's their jobs. So finally, the personal assistant reached in her bag and got the passport. And again, this woman touts herself as so humble and loving and spiritual and nice. Second example I have, there is a major self-help guru who, again, touts himself as this wonderful, loving, spiritual human being. I've known many people who've flown with him. I have not. They say he is an asshole to his staff and that his wife is an absolute terror. In our industry, to say that when you've worked with a lot of terrors, she must be a huge terror. So, you know, that's why I'm saying no expectations to lower expectations because you think you're getting on the plane with this super spiritual person. You're not. Here's the good news of everything I'm saying today. Everyone has a place in this industry. Don't be deterred by age, race, gender, anything. You will have a place in this industry. You will find your place because everyone is looking for a different thing. Take me, for example. I'm short. I'm five foot one and a half. I have to tell you about the half because that's important. I look like Joanna Gaines. People constantly tell me I look like her and I've actually been asked for selfies and autographs, except she's much taller than I am. So you, you know what I look like, right? The woman from HGTV. I have that look. I'm really tiny. I have a personality I would say is friendly enough and outgoing, but I know when to shut up when I have to. And that works for some people and it doesn't work for other people. I just thought of another example. I was on a charter flight to Hawaii with a big producer. Again, not my cup of tea. Sorry, but not my cup of tea. His family was 100% on not my cup of tea. They were very loud. In my opinion, they were super annoying. They complained a lot. They loved the first flight attendant. And she has this personality that is super loud, super outgoing, kind of a nonstop personality. They love that interaction. And I wasn't giving it to them because I'm like, I don't want to talk to any of you because just in general, I'm not into talking to the passengers. I just do my job. I'm quiet. And that's how I think it should be done. But they were the exceptions and wanted that super interaction with a flight attendant. So I can tell you right now, they didn't like me and I never went back and flew for them. And I'm telling you, they asked for the other flight attendant. And it's nothing to be deterred about. It's nothing to be upset about. We're all not going to get along. Certain energies get along with certain energies. It's okay. So the lesson of today is drop those expectations. There is a place for you in this industry and you will be loved by someone. I guarantee it. Look in the show notes of how to buy my book. Super entertaining. I've gotten amazing feedback. Really easy, quick, fun read. Only $15. Check out my other podcast, which I know you will love. It is called Two Enlightened Bitches. When you see 
an image of a red wine glass, you know you're in the right place. It's myself and my co-host, Michelle Colston. We are two award-winning authors talking about metaphysical topics in an irreverent way. Email me, please, if you want to hear any topics. I would love your feedback on what to cover. I will cover anything you guys want to cover, email me at freespiritpodcasts, that's with an S, at gmail.com. Until next time, happy flying.